One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. With four full squares today. <laughs> I miss that intro music. I miss that. I was like, yeah, I'm, God, I feel like I've been away forever. My goodness. Yeah, Lovely. well, we're so happy to have you back. We feel like it's been forever. So we're happy to have you back for sure. It's been a long few weeks without you. Yeah, I feel like you got, it's your show now. It's your show now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll sign autographs if anybody wants any, I'm sure. <laughs> The engagement has been high. You guys are having some great conversations. Yeah, I'm just, I'm still kind of, I'm easing my way back in today. So take it away, Odette. I'm here for it. Matt, so, well, just like I said, we have four full squares. So for whoever is just listening and not being able to watch um, our way in chat today, um, we, Gina is obviously here. Recognize that voice. We have Kim, our weight loss group manager. And today we have Jennifer. So Jennifer is a uh, member in maintenance with us. She was actually really vocal um, in the weight loss group and then was an equally vocal member in our maintenance group. So I was really excited to have her on today. So hello, Jennifer. Hello, Odette and everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really grateful. I'm so glad you're here. And you know what really, um, I want to, we're going to get into this more as we go along, but what really made you stand out as a member were your intentions. Mm -hmm. And when we talked about, um, you know, I said I was going to reach out to Jennifer and do you remember her from weight loss and, you know, Kim and Megan and a few of our other staff were like, yes, I remember Jennifer. I look forward to her intentions every day. So I'm really glad that you're able to come on and we're going to definitely talk about that and how that influenced your journey. But what, what about you? Where are you? Tell us, you know, how long you've been in maintenance. I think what's really interesting to you, I'm totally cut you off before you even start. <laughs> about you being in maintenance, you said, you know, I asked you about reaching your goal and you said it never was a number. You never had this goal number in mind. So I want to hear all about that and what that meant. Okay. I will be happy to tell you that. But before I do, I just want to let you know or ask you, do you know what I love about the Gina Libby program? Everything. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I have to say, going back to your intentions, I I looked forward to reading your intentions every day myself. It's one of the things that brought me a lot of joy. First thing in the morning, there you were, those intentions, just like... And, you know, such beautiful, inspiring words as well. So no doubt this is going to be a beautiful, inspiring conversation. How much did you lose in the end? Like, where, where, how much did you lose? I lost 39.5, if you're being really specific, pounds. Yeah. Um, um, I've switched over. Once I hit my goal, I think in my third group, while I was waiting for the maintenance group to come in, I decided, what can I do to change things up? And I switched yeah. imperial measurements to metric. Oh, yeah, I just thought it would be a, a, another way of fresh eyesing it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's new. Yeah. Um, but yeah, intentions. It was not something that I had. Um, I mean, I believe in manifesting. I believe in, you know, getting your head around where you are and where you want to be. And that um, saying those things out loud 
you know, somehow goes into your molecules and your essence and your motivation um, in a positive way. Um, yeah. And one thing that when I was starting to write my intentions um, and I would, I would laugh, you know, looking back to my high school English teacher, but I, I made a point of not putting them in the infinitive, like not to create, but I am creating. Yeah. yeah. It just felt actionable and achievable and that I was in the process of, as opposed to a distant goal. Yes. I, well, I believe our words very much have power, you know, um, not just what you're saying, but also how you're saying it can make a big difference, especially when a lot of people are dealing with that belief system and they're trying to work through, you know, I can't do this, or if, even if I do it, I'm going to end up failing somehow, like you are doing it, you know, that's the same with that whole best life thing. Like you're, you're living your best life. It's not someplace you're going. It's like every day you're living, that's the life you're living. So make it your best. So I love that. So you've been in actually, in maintenance since uh, February 2022, so over a year now. Yeah, and I'll tell you um, where to start with this one. Um, like many members, I have been up and down and up and down my whole life. And the last time I lost weight, a significant amount of weight, um, was in 2016. And I achieved my goals, and I, as I am, went hard Um how do I put this? But life got in the way, work got in the way, family not got in the way, but yeah, snapped in place. Yeah, and um, and I gained weight, and then I thought, I don't know, I don't know if I want to do this again. Mm. And I think the reason I know the reason I was saying that was because I didn't want to be disappointed in myself yeah. again. And so in my mind, I kept it private um, that I was, except for for the friends that are close to me, um, and also made a note that I'm not going to declare that I am fully and finally and forever until, and I don't know why this was an arbitrary number, two years has gone by, then I will declare it. And in March of that February, uh, in March of 2022, I said, no, I know it. I I'm here. I am here. I am. I am. I've arrived at finally and forever. Do you, do you still set intentions now, now that you're in maintenance? Did you set intentions in everyday life? Um, not, I, I do it on a monthly basis. It depends on what I'm focusing on. You know, where am I? Where do I want to be? And how do I want to get there? Because, you know, when you create that energy um, and say it, I say it out loud um, and I and I say it upon rising after meditating, I, I walk and I, I say my intentions. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And you and you had said, Jennifer, um, like you really only started or you really leaned into setting those intentions like in your second group or your second round. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that you had done. So what do you think was the switch there? Like what, like, why did you start doing it? Was there something that was pulling you or you felt like you had to just change it up? What do you think it was for you? I know um, at the beginning. Um, so I, I, I discovered Gina Livy through a, a work friend um, and, um, she had me at no weighing, no measuring, no counting. Um, and you can keep wine in if you want. 
And and she did mention that. Definitely mentioned that. Um, and so she had me at that. And she also said, you can have asset. And um, the, the, the first time I remember in my first group uh, adding a question to a live was after I had, I was helping um, a stranger in the subway and uh, going downstairs and I ended up, you know, badly twisting my ankle. And it was in December. And that was the point in my progress where I had started to revert back to my um, digital zero or one, all or nothing, go hard or go home. And Gina actually picked up my question and made comments on it and just talked about the universe slowing your role, which I resonated with me. Um, but also for me, it was a wake up call um, to begin to let go of um, that that mindset, um, because in my po- in my question, I, I wasn't so much a question, but um, was I want to modulate. I want to be analog. I want to dial it in and dial it down like a music, like a radio station, like the dimmer lights that it can't be all or nothing because that hasn't mm-hmm. worked me in the past. And that's what instigated starting the um, intention setting. Now, with your intentions and, you know, going into it, knowing that you, um, and, you know, I saw, I saw you were in every single day. We all knew we're like, Jennifer's here in the background, sort of in our chats and we would, everyone would read it. And when, if, if you're in, if that was starting how long did it take before that became natural for you? Because I think that's something yeah. that people struggle with uh-huh. when they yeah. intentions. Like I'm gonna, and I know me. I'm like, that's the first thing I'm gonna do when I wake up in the morning. And every single day this week, like 15 minutes later, I'm like, man, I'm gonna bed. I get my lemon water. I haven't set my intentions. So, you know, yeah. how did you go about? At what point did it come naturally to you to do that every day? And where you didn't feel like it was an effort to keep doing that every day, or is it still an effort? Kim, I completely relate because at the beginning, it, you feel like this is this is a bit of hocus pocus or this seems um contrived um uh, but what i would do i i wake up early i meditate i'd go for a walk um and i well no let me start over i would i would write i would journal for about five minutes and i would just see what was coming up and then integrate the key points into my action for that day in terms of an intention. Um, but how long it took me for it to feel authentic for me would be, yeah, I would say about four weeks. Mm. Yeah. Was going through the motions and then it started to resonate, integrate. Yeah, like, like this comment and make the intentions being real, not just words, right? Like that's like, it's, and, and to trust that it's real and you're not just like writing a bunch of BS and being hopeful or whatever, like actually any tips for that? Like, how did you make it resonate with you? Um, the writing, as I say, was what was coming up for me that morning. Um, and, uh, the, the, um, can you repeat that? Because I just went off in my mind into a track. 
And would you have any tips for making it real? Like, was it just part of your routine? Did you like, how did you make, like, took about four weeks? Was it just time? Or do you have any tips for having it resonate with you? Like, this is, this is what my intentions are today, rather than just make it words. And was it just, was it just strictly time? Or was there more to it? It was time, it was personalizing it, and it was repeating it out loud. It was repeating Mm -hmm. it out loud um, about three or four times every morning. Um, And the out loud just fed that that audio feedback. And and, uh, yes. Yeah, you should write a book of intentions. Okay, right? <laughs> a book of intentions. I was I was just gonna got my phone. I was gonna go back and try to give because I know we have so many people just listening who have never been part of our groups, want to be in our groups, and following along just by way of our podcast. Sure. When we talk about intentions, waking up every day, just kind of declaring these are the things I'm focused on working on. And I wish we had a good example of your intentions because they were they were just so beautifully written. And it's just like how does she come up with this every day? And it's almost mm-hmm. like I was like, yeah. This is my this is my intention for the day. <laughs> I know I, I did steal your intention some days. And and I was, one thing that oh sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's it it's perfectly like it it's um, first of all it's very rewarding and um, just what a community like to feel the energy yes. of other people appreciating and wanting to use the intentions. But that's good too, you know. <laughs> hold on to someone else's intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I noticed some days your intention was literally the shortest sentence, like four words. And other days your intention was definitely more substantial. And that was one thing that I, you kind of got a sense of like, this is what I'm going to keep it simple today. Today, maybe, you know, I'm more challenged or maybe I need to focus less or not put as much on myself. And I definitely got that sense from your intentions of you sort of honoring where you were at in the moment that day. That's so I, I, You have one here, actually, um, if you don't mind me reading it, Jennifer, it was from an email that you sent me. It, again, it was a very simple one um, that you sent um, from January 2022. Um, it says, I am peaceful and I am calm. I am in tune. I am at ease. I am healthy in body, mind and spirit. Yeah. So very much solidifying your belief in yourself mm-hmm. that day. So not... Instead of I'm going to try and have a calm day, I'm going to try and create peace today. No, I am this peace already. I am this calm already. And and revisiting, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> like revisiting that and and like you said, saying it a few times and really making it a belief rather than just a hope. Like Gina had said, it's not just a hope for that day. It's a real belief for that day. Yeah. You know, Odette, I'm just thinking of because people were people out of the habit of the chase of the race of reaching the goals because yeah. we're here at maintenance now and people mm-hmm. might still be setting their intentions that, you know, they still have access to the app. They can set intentions and day reflections, do all those things. I'm wondering if there's something to be said about pointing out the fact that maybe your intentions don't have to be chasing everything every day. Yeah. You know, and I think I just said a habit, probably a lot of our members and maintenance are doing that in that pursuit. And that's kind of a good way, I think, to ground yourself in the moment each day. Like that's, you know, a lot of times what I'll do when I wake up in the morning and close my eyes and just like visualize my day going smooth or kind of just um, adding a, an intention to my day, meaning like today's going to be a nice, you know, calm day, you know, or it's going to be a fun day or it's going to be a productive day and not necessarily a laundry list of all the things that I 
that I knew that I need to do. You, what about you guys? You, you, you find that that's changed for you? I find that it has changed and um, I'm not great at setting intentions. I have to be honest, or if I do set them in the morning, I, I have to remind myself to go back. Um, and yeah, to, to get of the mindset of always chasing something. And this is what really sparked um, a post we did in the group yesterday is we're always like, what can we do? What can we do? What am I creating? What am I building? Yeah. And yesterday it was more like, what do I need to let go of? Uh, what, 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 what do I need to let go of to make space for the things that I want to do? So that has, that's how my intention has shifted a little bit where, you know, I'm going to have this calm day. So to have this calm day, I'm not, I'm going to have to let go of these two things that, you know, might be holding me back, whatever that might be like, you know, I want to cook the perfect dinner, but I'm not going to be able to do that and have, you know, this, you know, have enough time for a workout and, um, you know, maybe have a longer day at work, you know, whatever that yeah. might be, what are really tangible yeah. things? Like, what do I have to release to make room for something else? I found that's mm-hmm. how my changed a little bit. And I feel like mine have evolved. Like I have taken so much from the different experts that have been, you know, in on the group, if you listen to the podcast, like little bits and pieces of what is important. I feel like if my intentions are too broad, then they don't serve. They don't really do anything, but also if I make them too specific. So it's about finding that sweet spot of, I'm not going to set out specific things, as you said, Gina, that I'm going to tick off my list and accomplish in the morning, because that might almost be too overwhelming for me to even think about at that point. I need to, you know, make it a bit more simpler than that, but also being too broad with like, I'm going to be kind to myself today is almost too much for me because then I'm like, well, no matter what I do, I'm going to be kind to myself and I may not, you know, so it's about, and I think everybody's in a different place. So that's one area where, like we said, like stealing Jennifer's intention some days, maybe that resonated with me, but other days you really need to dig into what it is that you specifically need and be in tune with that in order to be able to set them, I think. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare. that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com and there's been a lot of conversation in the group lately too um about habits so you know not not sliding into sliding it back into old habits or letting these old habits come back up. And I started thinking about, you know, intentions and, and the connection to habit. So if we're setting those intentions in the morning or we're, you know, laying out what, how we're going to feel or, or be that day, is that, does that make it easier for those new habits to stick? So, you know, if you're waking up in the morning and, you know, I want to feel the best I can today, which is pretty broad, you know, does that mean, and you're revisiting it, so I'm going to feel my best today. So that means I'm going to be on my water. So that there's my, you know, that that's my new habit that, you know, that I created while losing weight. Here's my intention. My intention is going to help those new habits stick. 
you know, and not leave space for the old ones to come back in. So I don't know, Jennifer, if you had experience with that, like, did you, you know, when you're setting intention, did you find it helped you, you know, stay on the path or keep those, you know, new habits in the forefront? Yeah. Well, definitely. I mean, just as with finance, you know, you've got your wants and your needs and Mm -hmm. with um, a higher income, there's that, um, temptation to have, you know, more disposable income and spend more. Um, so too, once you, once I rather, um, made it to finally and forever, um, it's like, oh, well then it could be Christmas every week and Mm. portions can expand. And, um, so what that, what the app and I, um, when I joined in September 21, you were beta testing the app and it was in January that it was available and I'm not just blowing smoke. Mm -hmm. I have, I have worked on things such as apps and kudos. This is a fantastic Mm -hmm. app. Um, Fantastic. Um, And so in terms of intentions now, um, it might sound like I'm repeating myself, but it's actually a theme that's helped me in maintenance or finally and forever rather, you know, I am creating peace, power, and confidence of mind and heart. And what that means for me is um, mind is where I go in terms of food, um, which relates to appetite, And appetite has nothing to do with the biochemistry in my body, that the program and the food and making sure that I'm eating nutrient dense food um, can take care of because um, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm remembering a random word from the pandemic. Um, I might be butchering it. Apologies to any Japanese listeners, but it was like kubishibashi and what it meant was I eat because my mouth is lonely. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I'm creating peace, power, and confidence of mind and heart, it means I am aware of and respectful of that need, that pleasure center, that dopamine hit. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the intention is just to have awareness about it. Well, that's because your habits are, are based on that anticipation of that dopamine hit, not even necessarily having the thing, but the anticipation of having the thing. And a lot of your habits are tied to that anticipate that anticipation of actually having that thing. So I don't know whether it's just setting intentions or, you know, reinforcing the habits that you're doing by being proud of yourself or, you know, taking the time to prioritize yourself. I think this is where they, all the little things and, and, and kind of factor into maintaining these new habits that you've created or stopping you from falling back into old habits. I think that this could be something that's very individual, I do too. you know? Yeah. In terms of like, I mean, again, we're talking about it. I don't know. We still have an answer for it, but (laughs) I think it's, I think it's it's individual because when I do habits, I do more make a list of the things of the changes I want to make. You know, when I, like, I want to floss my teeth, like I don't set an intention to floss my teeth every day. That's like one of those things I want to make sure I'm doing every day. That's more of a checklist for me where, you know, I have to, I have to 
floss every day. And in the moment when I don't feel like doing it, I just kind of like, okay, I got, I got to do it. Cause then when I go get, go see my hygienist, she's going to yell at me if she doesn't. And I wanted, I wanted her to say, good job, Gina, you know, or my skincare or whatever that is. So I think I use different techniques for different things. Um, whether it's intentions on the things I need to do that day or just general habits that I'm trying to reinforce, if I think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that you, um, you know, we're talking about like checklists, like checking off the things that we want to do. And yeah, does that, does that reinforce, like, does it make it more routine, more of your, you know, day to day, more of your new normal, whatever that might be, you know, instead of just, it doesn't necessarily, then it's not a checklist the next day, then it's just part of what you do, part of who you are and part of, you know, getting to, getting to where you want to be. Yeah. And focusing on what's making you feel good and not feel good. And I think that's how you yeah. prevent sliding back into those old habits yeah. because you, they're not serving you anymore. So mm-hmm. you got to recognize that, that there was a reason why you showed up and you wanted to make change. And now that you're here, we want to go back to doing the things that made us feel like, you know, crap in the first place. So I think just kind of being real and kind of remembering that. Sorry, Jennifer, you, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to riff off of that idea of there are the habits and the to-dos and that feeling of pride of checking things off mm-hmm. then, to quote a Gina-ism, life. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that life can be um, something that you can't zen your way through at the moment. And mm-hmm. so another um, aha that I've had in my um, finally and forever is being really intentional about how I metabolize my emotions. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've been a meditator for 30 years, so that's helpful. But, you know, sometimes all the writing and Zen doesn't quite, in, for me, in, back to your point about individuating um, your approach to it, um, you know, just the, in the last couple of weeks, um, anecdotally, I was watching one of those dodo videos, you know, of interspecies love, like a dog and a deer having fun <laughs> in the backyard. And then they both, obviously, there was a food queue and they both came up to the door and um, the dog was just <laughs> happy. But the deer did this shake. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. What's that about? And so I went to Dr. Google. And it turns out that um, prey animals, when they're chased, when they're experienced a trauma, they shake it off, like Taylor Swift did. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put that in my toolbox because, I mean, Mm. trauma is a bit of an extreme word for me. it, it seems like it ought to be reserved for, um, you know, soldiers coming back from war, people who've been in terrible car accidents, or we can go dark. Um, I think catastrophic when you think trauma, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily it have to be, be reserved for that. That's a good point. It can be yeah. that irritating conversation that just left you, whatever, <laughs> needing to shake it yeah. off. Or years of dieting, years of dieting and the trauma that it causes to lose and gain and lose and gain and have it taken away from you or mentally what you put yourself through and starving and depriving yourself would be pretty traumatic if you're actually starving and depriving, you know, being deprived. And I think that that is just such a huge aha moment for me right now when you just said that, that trauma doesn't have to be this catastrophic thing. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's how it resonates. Well, that's, I mean, isn't that what all chi- uh, like adult issues are based on that childhood trauma, that thing that 
that was said or done or mm-hmm. how a child internalizes that thing in the moment. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, yeah. we're in another hours. It, Have we extended <laughs> since I left? <laughs> and when it, it can be cumulative too. Like you said, like, you know, um, losing, gaining, losing, gaining, like all of those those perceptions of failure, like adding up and adding up and adding up, they weigh on you and it's, it becomes this memory and it's ingrained and it's, that's what makes, you know, gives you this negative belief that you, you know, you're not yeah. never going to be able to push past that. And that is traumatic. That does weigh on you. Yeah. yeah. But how are you, how are you now, Jennifer? So you've been here, you've been hanging out in maintenance with us for a while. H- how are you feeling? How's it going? You testing the waters? Are you past that? Are you living your life? What's, what's going on? I'm living my life. Ah. I- you know, I'm just living my life. Um, there was uh, my favorite French restaurant that I'd gone to since I was a teenager uh, closed during the pandemic, understandably closed. And I've been on the hunt for my next, I love food, um, uh, find, searching for um, not a replacement, but a new place to go. And I love Cafe Balloud in the Four Seasons, and I've been there many times, but um, I was looking for something a little more casual and probably a little less um, impact on the budget. And on Saturday night, went there with a friend. And you know when you get there and you're looking at the menu and you're like, yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then everything is divine and delicious. And then would you like creme brulee or chocolate mousse? And yes is the answer because it's yeah. just so divine and so, um, you know, the, the the surprising educational thing for me, having done this since maintained this weight for however many months that is, is you know those those little small changes in the scale. It's 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 there's no impact really. I mean, unless you eat a lot of salt or you're sleep deprived or you're you know you've exercised a lot, and that's been my experience in, in finally and forever is have the fun food when you can. And, um, and, and I enjoy, um, I don't use the word clean. I prefer, um, fuel food, you know, Mm -hmm. food that, um, and I don't, I, I personalize the plan in the third, the third group. So I, I trust my, my body's response to, you know, as I say, the biochemistry. I think you're the epitome of the calm that mm-hmm. you're striving to feel at the end when you're ready to yeah. move on, finally and forever. I, I think that's, I'm just kind of summarizing those conversations. And I think it's that the little things that you're doing and the, the sense of awareness that you're, that mental part that you're adding, it comes together mm-hmm. with where you're at physically. And I think you just kind of, you're the epitome of that, I feel like. I'm just, I haven't been this zen and calm and I don't know how, like a month. I just didn't like. I want to add, um, speaking of calm, um, something else that um, maybe this isn't, well, doesn't matter. This is more. feel like I'm going to say it. Um, Exercise. So I'll be 61 next month. Exercise up until um, that mishap on the stairs was always, for the most part, about aesthetics right Mm -hmm. and um after that event i had to do some physiotherapy and i had to accept that's what was where i was at um so i educated myself as i tend to do and learned that 
women or men, both over 60, lose 1% of muscle mass every year after 60. So my goal was to build up muscle and um, mission accomplished, but it's a process. And also to um, really tune into how good it feels. (laughs) You can call it the serotonin. You can call it the dopamine. It just feels great. Feels great. Yeah. Um, feels great to move your body. Yeah. 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 It feels good to feel good. Yeah. Feels good to feel good. And we're at 30 minutes already. I can't believe it. We're actually over time. I can't believe it. I think we need to have Jennifer back just to talk about um because I, I, I'm sure members are gonna know how you how you got so calm. Everybody loves the tips, right? Tips and yeah. takeaways. So, you know, how did you get there and how did you know you were there? I think that's a whole other conversation yeah. we've been Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree. I appreciate that. And I would be honored to come back. So thank you. It would be great. Gina, it was so nice to have you back with us too. So nice to be, you know, this is my favorite conversation. So nice to be back. I missed you all. Missed you all. Um, I love your hair. That's new for me. I haven't seen you for a while. Your hair. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Mine? Yes. Oh, Oh, thank you. Thank you. I know it's not my hair because I I did brush it. I was probably almost blonde last time you saw a picture of me. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, keep it light. (laughs) Again, thank you, Jennifer. I'm so glad you were here. You brought the calm. You brought the zen. You brought great conversation. So we're so happy you were here. And Kim, until next week. Bye, ladies. Already looking forward to it. Bye, everyone.